Welcome to the Super X and Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. This is Sheldon. And I'm Meredith. Meredith. Went for a long bike ride last weekend. Oh, did you? I did. I did. It's finally getting warm again here. And as I pulled the old road bike and did the old 50 miler down to uh, Jamestown, we have this, and I told, talked about it before, we have a bike trail, like right, literally right next to my house here. It goes all the way to down to there. And uh, at the very end is a brewery. Very convenient. Mm-hmm. And so I went there and my wife came and met me and uh, it's uh, it's good to get back out there. You know, it's uh, get the legs moving again on the on the road. Uh, I've been able good. to do some short ones, but that's the first time I've been able to get out and do a nice, nice Wait. long one one way. Yeah, you had a bit of an injury, a little bit of a nagging injury running, didn't you? So did that bother I you on did. the bike or Actually, is that feel No, good? it didn't. Yeah. It's, it's surprisingly, I, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I pulled a calf a little bit, if you remember, mm-hmm. we talked about it a few weeks back. And so I had to put the running on, on the block for probably two, two plus weeks, but I, I could hop on a bike. It was no problem at all. It was weird. It must have just been the particular, because probably the push off muscles or something in my calf. Biking yeah. didn't bother it, so I was able to, to bike all through that and uh, keep a little fitness. That was good. And, Amazing. Uh, yeah. My 10K is this weekend, so I'm doing that. That's coming oh, up. Oh, good luck. Yeah, it's coming up on yeah. time. It's, again, my my goal is not time at all. You know, I'm not even thinking about time. I just want to go run it steady and uh, chalk one up on the board, as they say. You know, it's, uh, that's one thing. I've not been able to to get running back, like pace running forget it. It's just mm-hmm. gone. I mean, it, yeah. I have, a, it's, it gets my sciatic nerve. Yeah. And so I just can't get my legs to go faster without it hurting in that, in, the, in that sciatic nerve area. So I've just, just let go of the outcomes as they say, and say, you know, if I'm, if I want to run, I'm just going to do it because I want to do it and not even give a darn about time anymore. And cause I just can't, I mean, if right. you do that, I'm not going to enjoy the thing. I would prefer enjoying it than, than suffering. Yeah. I- that's probably hard to do especially as someone Mm -hmm. who competed at the level you did you know that that can be really you know someone like me it's like oh I finished the darn thing you know I mean that just makes me happy but yeah I mean that competitive spirit when you're used to to doing that I imagine that it has been difficult to learn to to do it for the love of it it I ain't gonna lie it was um initially because I could, when I, because I started picking up running again a while back, but I don't do it much these days, but I started picking up again. I was like, I, I, I can go out, I could still clip along pretty good. Mm-hmm. But then it, all of a sudden it, it would just really start to hurt. Like the next day I could yeah. barely walk yeah, because I had, good. I had overworked that, that's whatever, whatever the issue I had back there is. I don't know if I need to, to, to see a physical therapist, whatever it is, but it just hasn't, you know, hasn't been sustainable. So I said, I either can sit here and complain and grumble about it and, and go out and run like a mile and a half and still, still feel fast. Mm-hmm. Or I can actually try and enjoy this a little bit and just say, forget about that. Uh, I don't need to be there. I'm not going to look, I turned 50 in a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I am not going to go out there and win any races these days. You know, not to say someone 50 years old can't do that. Oh, absolutely. But it's pretty unlikely I'm going to go out there and take trophies these days. So I'm okay with that now. I just have to be. And if I want to either, I can sit here and, and, and talk about the good old days, or I can look forward to the good days ahead. And right. I choose the latter. Um, you, you know, I just think I have, it's, it's either that or, you know, you can choose to, you, if pain is, is inevitable, 
suffering is optional. That is the way I like to think about it. <laughs> there right. you go. There you go. And yeah. you'd hate to give up on something just because you, you can't achieve what you want to, you know, if, you know, uh, you, I think so many people it's just, well, it's not good enough because there's other yeah. people who are doing it faster or better oh. or harder. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with rides. It's like, you oh, just yeah. can't, don't, don't make yourself hate riding. Cause you're so focused on the leaderboard, just yeah. ride for the love of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I did something fun this weekend too. What did you do? I got to ride a bike that was not my own. Oh. I got to ride Pig Mom's uh, pro bike. Did you that ride the was pig? Something. Yeah, I did not ride the pig, but Aww. I did get to see. I did get to see Todd play the piano. Todd the pig. Stop! Stop right there. Mm -hmm. You get to see Todd play the piano. Yeah, he has a little piano and he plays it for grapes. He does, does he? <laughs> Does he, what you pick up a little rhapsody tune what, what's going on there <laughs> i mean it's kind of just like a ding ding and then he gets a grape oh. i'm not saying it's beethoven okay okay but, you know still <laughs> he knows to play the piano to get his to get his treats oh my gosh yeah wow. oh my gosh he was maybe adorable. maybe it's a, it may not be beethoven maybe it's bach on bach <laughs> <laughs> he uh you know and then the the dogs uh Hoss, who is uh yeah oh my gosh 56 pounds i think she said oh and then dozer who's you know a big dog 100 percent good boy yeah. um but yeah we did crafts we made crafts with our she had them all prepped and ready to go wow. i mean you know she keeps herself kind of quiet and to herself but i'm telling you people are always like oh mare i love the way you decorate and you know you should do my house i went to kelly's house i'm like no 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 kelly should do everyone's house <laughs> like she designed her cabinet she you know oh wow built the house it is gorgeous it's like a little piece of heaven That's um yeah. we cooked out i say we she cooked out for me <laughs> um <laughs> it was just, i saw deer i mm. saw a rabbit we went to craft shows we bought plants um yeah. we ate dutch pancakes wow. i mean there's a lot to do in missouri a lot to I, do. Yeah. I didn't know well, you, you said to made me think of something. You, what do you mm -hmm. call a deer with no eyes? No idea. There you go. Da, da, da. <laughs> I got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> My poor dad. He tried to tell me a couple dad jokes the other day, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, I've already heard these in Aww. one's class." I'll, or, I'll give know. him some. I've got some. I've got some good ones. I've got some good ones. Uh, <laughs> he was but, so um, proud. Yeah. Was like, you said Do you I said he wrote you said he wrote a pro bike. Yeah. What was that like? Oh my gosh, it was wonderful. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was really hard. <laughs> it was oh, was it? Like, yeah, yeah. She is uh, super strong riding mm. that bike, let me tell you. Uh, that's probably the hardest bike I've ever ridden. Oh, really? Stiff um, resistance? Yeah. I was like, mm. whoa. Made me come home and just appreciate my bike mm -hmm. so very much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's got the whole setup too. She's got, um, in fact, she's got those TRX. Um, oh, yeah, the straps straps in mm -hmm. the wall. She's got a bench. What's so funny is I said, oh, you've got a bruise on your shoulder. What's that from? I, she said TRX, but my brain heard T-Rex. And I'm like, <laughs> is that a code name for Haas? Is like, there a, is there, <laughs> got T-Rex around is, here? Uh, Missouri is something we don't know about? <laughs> Jurassic oh. Missouri? <laughs> oh, she's got little mini donkeys and a horse and all wow. sorts of stuff out there. And wow, I can barely just... take care of myself. I can imagine taking care of a bunch of animals. Man, she's Boy. something else. Um, but you know, it was it was a good time. Anytime, you know, I've met up with people from Echelon, 
it has it has been fun. It has yeah. been well worth it. So yeah. And I enjoyed the drive. It wasn't a terrible drive. Um, we joked it takes me like four and a half hours. It takes her like three hours to get to my house. It takes me four <laughs> and a half to get to hers. <laughs> but, well, the headwind uh, must be the headwind, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. there it is. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah. And then I took pictures of all the little white churches in between us because I don't know why. I just love little white churches. I think they're cute. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. Go to my Instagram. They're there. But, Absolutely. you know, it's just fun to get together and eat good food. But then also we got a workout in. Mm. Uh, a couple of them and then we did stretch too we were good because she's she's good about that warm yeah. up and cool down I am i'm not i'm awful so i just i'm yeah. so bad i'm it's... getting better i the thing is i don't usually do an official one i just kind of do my own thing but i mm. do i do try to stretch out and stuff afterwards yeah am i perfect no Am I also no. trying to get, am I trying to get better? Also, no. <laughs> Fair enough. I yeah. mean, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, you know what else is cool and a mm -hmm. cool cat? Mm -hmm. Well, she's more of a cool fish, I guess, if you go by her name. <laughs> uh, our next guest is, is, is very cool, and I'm excited to get to the interview, Meredith. What do you say we do that? Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll see you on the other side of the Super Exit Not Too Serious. Right that goes nowhere podcast. We just here to have some fun. Let our faces feel the morning sun. Gonna laugh and put on a smile. Come along and join us for a while. Well, it's pretty clear to me. Whole world takes itself too seriously. Take a ride with Shelly Mare on a bike that goes nowhere. If it's pretty clear to you, won't you be less serious too? Take a ride with Shelly Mare on a bike that goes nowhere. Welcome to Super Exit Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. Today's guest is a lot of fun and an active member of the Echelon community. You can often find her engaging on Nicole's Savage Princess page or inspiring others to be their best. Since she joined Echelon in 2020, she herself has an extensive fitness background and is a type 1 diabetic, which hasn't slowed her down one bit. She's a master's in clinical psychology, is a plant and dog mom, no wonder she loves Nicole, and if you haven't heard her sing, you're missing out. She is a sassy, savage, singing, cycling shark lover. Welcome, Trisha Tranium. <laughs> Thank you. That was Welcome. quite a lovely introduction. Wasn't it? He should write yes, them for everybody. I, that, yeah. should he should them sell them. <laughs> you could go on TaskRabbit and just ISO introductions, $5 each. Yeah. Like you make a, a million. Like theme songs as you walk in the room and just yeah. play money. Welcome to <laughs> Super Excited to Super the Quick well, I was going to say, too, since I've got you both here now, um, mm. I think we need a duet. You both are amazing singers. <laughs> With I my cold voice, sing. yeah. Yeah. Well, you got the Phoebe <laughs> Buffet, like, smelly cat voice going on. That's right. And, That's uh, right. yeah, no, but someday. 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 Yeah, for someday. sure. <laughs> We're so glad to have you here, Trisha. So, I mean, tell us about your journey to Echelon, like... Did you always love fitness? Was this out of need or spite or what? <laughs> yeah, so I've always been pretty involved in fitness throughout my whole lifetime. So when I was younger, 
actually was in competitive dance and cheerleading, which is funny because I don't feel like I look like somebody who would have been a cheerleader. Um, I can see though. You definitely got the pep. You got the personality for it, for sure. Like you're always so positive. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the side y'all see, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, I gotcha. Um, Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I did that for a long time. I ended up going to college, kind of lost, didn't know what to do in terms of workouts. Um, ended up joining a big like mega gym. And then I decided, hey, I want to teach group fitness. Um, my mom was super supportive of it. I wanted to teach a particular class and um, they really weren't looking for instructors for that class. So at that time, Zumba was a really big thing that was blowing up yes. in all of the gyms. And mm-hmm. I saw an infomercial and I was like, I will not, I will not teach that. <laughs> <There's> no <laughs> way. <laughs> and... but, but my mom being smart was like, just do it. Like get your foot in the door, get right. some classes, and then you can teach the class you want to teach. So I'm like, okay, you know what? You're right. And so I was teaching um, something called body step at the time. So it's like a Les Mills program. You can find them Mm -hmm. throughout a lot of these like mega gyms. And um, I was doing that for a few months before I did the Zumba training. And so hopped on board with that, ended up kind of manipulating the rules of the class structure. So the rules were 80% Latin, 20% whatever you want. And so I'm like, cool. I'm going to teach 80% reggaeton and then 20% hip hop. So those are my classes. (laughs) I love it. But through that, like I ended up having a ton of classes each week at the um, local Gold's Gems that were in my area. And then um, ended up winning a Gold's Gem All-Star Award for the amount of people that would come to my classes. So I was pulling some pretty big numbers, had a great time. I loved it so much. Um, but I would, I was teaching like 10 times a week, which is a lot of Zumba and a a lot lot of body step. That's a lot of Zumba. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I did that for quite a while and then I, I moved on to grad school, moved to another city and I thought, okay, I'll just pick up where I left off. But the vibe was so different. It just, it wasn't what I was used to. The classes Mm. were different. The management was different. And so I kind of segued into personal training. I did that briefly. I did not love it. (laughs) It's very like high pressured sales. I felt like a used car salesman on the floor. Right. So that was, yeah. So that was the part I really didn't like about it. Um, I also didn't mind training people either, but it ended up becoming like um, a counseling session every class. Mm. So lots of talking. They were working out, but I mean, people would cry all the time. I just not what you expected. That's what I do. Pretty much just sit here and cry all day. (laughs) If you make me do burpees, I'm going to cry. But do you think that's because you, you know, the clinical psychology, I mean, they just maybe felt like they could talk to you. I I, I I wondered. Um, I had a few clients. Obviously, they knew I was there for grad school. And that's always your first question. Like, what are you studying? Mm -hmm. Um. So I always wondered if that was possibly why, or maybe they just felt like I was easy to talk to. Um, And so they just felt they could kind of get it out. I'm like, let's take it out on your workout. Yeah, exactly. You should tell them it's criminology. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is trainer time. This ain't uh, Dr. Trisha time, whatever. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I did that for a brief amount of time. Um, and then after that, I really got into CrossFit. I kind of just left the mm. mega gym thing, mm-hmm. took a complete turn, started doing CrossFit because I saw it on TV when I was working out. <laughs> it's like doing a treadmill workout. these infomer- infomercials here a bit, aren't you? <laughs> stop I know, watching right? TV I know, stop at 3 a.m. <laughs> L- let me guess. You saw an Echelon commercial on TV. <laughs> Surprisingly, no. Oh, <laughs> okay. Shock. It took a twist. I know. It really did. Yeah. All right. So, so cross, sorry. CrossFit. Yeah. I mean, didn't mean to tend you CrossFit, sideways. CrossFit. Yeah. I did that for probably like 10 years, eight to what? 10 years. Oh, wow. I don't remember. I kind of lost track of how long I did it for. Um, I loved CrossFit. I loved the community in CrossFit mm-hmm. probably more than anything. I, I found some really good friends. We're still friends to this day. Um, it was challenging. There was never a day I walked in and I was like, this is going to be easy. I got it. Mm-hmm. So right. I felt like there's constantly um, something to strive for, something to be a little bit better at each day that I showed up. So um, it was also kind of my release. Like while I was going through grad, grad school, that's like a, you know, it's a tough thing. You need an outlet. So CrossFit was my outlet. I'd throw some weights around. <laughs> I'm just picturing bar. you flipping tires like down the <laughs> down the street yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, you can, as you can see from my shirt, my attitude towards it. <laughs> am I it? perfect? No, yeah. but am I trying to do better? Also, no. That's <laughs> <philosophy. laughs> Sometimes I feel that way. But I, yeah. So CrossFit, I'm. It's interesting. I've never done CrossFit. Mm. Um, I've heard about it. Everyone I've known who, you know, has mentioned doing CrossFit or whatever, they, they always seem like they're in pretty good shape. So it obviously works. But was there something that you decided you needed a change or did you just, did the community change because of COVID or kind of what happened or do you still do it? Yeah, no, I definitely don't do it anymore. Okay. <laughs> I haven't even thought about it in a long time. Mm. Um, oh, okay. So once I kind of I would say like COVID kind of was the determining factor that kind of shifted my want and desire Mm -hmm. to do CrossFit anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, The gym shut down, everything shut down. I had a neighbor who was also doing CrossFit elsewhere at the time. And we would just kind of work out outside together because it's all there was Uh to do. There was nowhere else to go. Um, So when we were doing that, I'm like, well, wow, I can actually do this on my own. I don't need like a ton of people anymore to kind of cheer me on. Like I have it in me to do it. Mm -hmm. I just have to like get out the door and start moving. Um, So we worked out together for months and then the gyms kind of reopened. I went back in and decided, you know what? I don't want to do CrossFit anymore, but I just kind of want to lift. I just want to go in my corner, lift weights. So I still went to the same CrossFit place that I had been going to. But I just shifted my kind of my focus. And then kind of over time, I was bored with it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, this isn't that fun. I put my headphones in. I had like the tiniest little section of a corner. And if they needed to use it, I had to move because I wasn't in the CrossFit class. So at that point, I was like, you were ostracized in the CrossFit team, weren't you? (laughs) What what did 
did you do? What is the I untold know. story? I know. What did you right? do to the protein shakes? You did something. Sorry, Trisha. We you. need that corner. <laughs> it's only two foot by two foot. I know. We need I was it. Like, <laughs> I was like, please let me have my corner. Aww. Yeah. So it really wasn't that bad. I just, I I'm, kind of just I'm got sure tired of doing but it's doing funny to I say that doing. oh my gosh yeah <laughs> there was definitely a reason that they kicked me out of my corner <laughs> but i can't tell you what it was okay, um, okay. <laughs> the only reason we brought you on the show was because yeah. <laughs> yeah i know i know it's a big mystery yeah um okay yeah so then i decided you know what i think i want to work out at home so that took me into re I'm a big like researcher. I like to look into everything, make mm-hmm. a decision. So of course I compared different brands. I mm-hmm. was really interested in live classes. Mm-hmm. I know me. I know that I need like actual live things to do yeah. or it's not very motivating to me. So when I pulled up the list of live classes, I saw Echelon had a ton every single mm-hmm. day. Versus competitors who had like maybe six. And yep. I'm like, well, that's, mm-hmm. they film them also, like when I'm at work. So I'm like, I can't do any of these live. So I don't right. want it. And then there's also the shipping times of these pieces of equipment. <laughs> right. right. So it was November of 2020. I was oh, thinking, boy. oh, yep. okay, like the gyms have reopened a little bit. Like it's not going to be that bad of a wait. But the competitor wait list was like a couple of months still at that point. And then Echelon was like, immediate they were like maybe maybe up to two weeks and I'm like okay but like when I make a decision I I go for it I don't I don't hesitate and I want it right now I am that person like I've decided I need it at my door in five minutes so I ordered the echelon and it looked like it was taking forever to come and so I was like I'm gonna just go pick it up they have it down the road at a sporting goods store just gonna go get the bike um and then I canceled the, the shipping order and then it showed up at my door like within like four days. Of course it, of course it did. So, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. So I had two bikes on my hands, but then I was like, I'm going to refuse this package. Please take it back. So I'd already had right. the bike already started. And honestly, I ended up going with the um, EX3 mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I didn't want to spend a ton. I didn't re- really know how involved I was going to be or if I yeah. really would like right. it. So yeah. it felt like the like the best option for me at the Safe time. Safe choice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, within a week, I was like, I should have gone with the 5X with the screen. <laughs> like, I yeah. was so mad at myself. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I got into Echelon. It just yeah. was a matter of falling into it. I didn't see a commercial about it. I didn't even know it was a brand. Hmm. Um, yeah, it. It's actually interesting to me. A lot of people say they or their partner or someone did the research and were initially looking at a competitor brand, but because they do the research, they were looking at everything available and settled on Echelon. That seems to be kind of a common theme. I mean, that was the theme for for how I got mine, too. I mean, someone was looking at the competitor, so... Yeah. Yeah. I had a, mm-hmm. I had a commercial. It was a commercial for me. I had actually heard the it peanut on. butter did, jelly time. No, no, actually it was just on, uh, no, no, it was on satellite radio, I think. And just, oh, uh, and just, oh, wow. it, I think, I think, yeah, I was listening to satellite radio and it, and it, and it 
came up on there and then uh, wow drew me in to, to at least look into it and, I, and at that time at that time the big disparity in price yes between the, the peloton and the, yeah, and yeah. the echelon and i said you know and it looked like the classes were decent and it looked like they had more of them I, okay it's gonna plus same, same as you trisha i was like am i gonna be fully committed to this but i actually i did go with the ex5 not the s at the time but i've uh, upgraded since then since i had a uh, something go a little sideways with my bike and and uh, i managed to upgrade it but uh for the same thing though it's like you know it was like a thousand bucks difference between the peloton yeah. and the yeah. i said okay yeah. i'm just gonna gonna go that route in case i don't I, like it and it turns out it I, yeah i think out. it's interesting that a lot of us feel like huh, i know i was afraid i was like it's gonna be a coat rack and honestly mine was for mm-hmm. a year i mean it was That's just right, you, not yeah, used. Yeah, it wasn't for me i didn't buy it um but i am I now have it. Um, Isn't it funny? It was. I mean, I, said, I didn't think you ever said that. I didn't, think, I didn't, I I, I didn't even realize that. I had no desire to have a spin bike. Isn't that what funny? What on earth? I had taken one or two spin classes at the gym. I knew they were hard. I knew it was a great workout. But I'd rather go run, go walk, go do yoga. Do I had no desire to have a spin yeah. bike. And um, I finally started using it after a year because it had gotten cold. And uh, my partner at the time was like, why don't you go? get on the bike and I was like get on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got hooked so and yeah. you got hooked and I'm so glad you oh did um, yeah. because you have been just I say this to all the people we have on but honestly we're only going to have amazing community members on so that just goes without saying but I feel like I've known you forever I feel like yeah. you know we've ridden together so much because we both kind of go towards the same kind of rides and mm-hmm. things. And every time I see you on the leaderboard, I'm like, "Yes, Trisha," <laughs> and I'm high fiving you like immediately. Yeah. Um, and I just I love that's what I love. You talk about riding live classes and things. That's what I love. I love seeing yeah. that you're there, and I think you've made a lot of friends in the community as well. Tell us kind of about how you found your place and your tribe within the community. Yeah. So I think the first couple of people that I really connected with actually were instructors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you hear them all the time say like, Hey, you know, reach out. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. So, um, some of the first few people I took classes from were Janet and Nicole. So mm-hmm. those are some of the first two people I reached out to and I was so nervous and I'm like, they're not going to answer me. But like right away I got a response and I was like, what, what Yeah, is this real? Um, so just kind of like talking to them, I was um, directed to maybe some subgroups of Echelon because it's a little bit overwhelming at first, mm-hmm. right? You join yeah, it can be. the Facebook group and there's thousands of members and, you know, you're just like, what do I do with all of this information? Um, so I ended up joining the evening writing group because mm-hmm. I was often taking in classes after work. Um, so through that, I ended up talking to um, Florida Girl and Ginger Snap. Um, and so they were kind of my first two like echelon buddies that I made along the way. Um, so we had, um, we, we still have the group chat, but I mean, we talk almost daily in it and mm-hmm. it's about anything, life, yeah. workouts, whatever. Um, yeah. cause these are now my friends that I connect with every day. Um, and then also for some reason, the Canadians, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I have so many Canadian friends. They're um, so darn polite. What's I know. I know. They crack me up, man. <laughs> so <laughs> um, 
I always joke. So Junebug is mm-hmm. like my Canadian brother. Like Aww. we we talk crap to each other. We joke around. We're serious. We're supportive. So we kind of have that like brother sister relationship, which is always nice to have. And then there's yes. um, another kind of subgroup that formed through a mutual connection. And I've got a whole bunch of Canadians in that group. So it's a lot of just talking crap to each other all day. Yeah. But, that, you know, it's fun. That's what and then, and then I say possible. How do Canadians insult? I mean, they're so nice. Like, they, oh. uh, you and your non-maple syrups. You know? Well, yeah, that's, that's how you get them to talk crap to you. Is you say, exactly. oh, this Vermont maple syrup is the best I've ever had. Your and mother then... likes Aunt Jemima. <laughs> <laughs> that's Canadian fighting words right there. Exactly. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about that because I had heard a story, and I believe I heard it from Ginger Snap, not throwing her under the bus. It was not, she was not telling stories out of turn, but Ooh, I mean, you picked, yes, you <laughs> picked, I think we were talking about how wonderful the community was and how, you know, people have been there for each other. And, um, you pick some really good people for your friends. Like you, you fell in with a really good crowd, I would say. Yeah. And, um, you actually, I kind of, I would like you to get to tell your own story about being a type one diabetic and how things can sometimes happen. And, and how your community kind of stepped in. Yeah. So I know there was one ride in particular, and I want to say it was, it was Power Hour because that mm. was like everyone's yep. jam, right? We all yes. showed up to Power Hour every Thursday, no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, and obviously, that's probably one of the toughest classes there is. A whole hour of power. That's insane. Um, yeah. So physically, that takes a, a toll, mm-hmm. um, especially – as a type 1 diabetic, I really can't predict what a ride is going to do to my blood sugar. I mean, right. I have a general idea, um, but there's so many variables that impact the direction my blood sugar is going to go. Go. So um, let's say I have insulin in my insulin pump on board. Um, if I start a workout and I have insulin on board and I maybe didn't eat a snack, I'm going to go low without a doubt yeah. because it just makes that insulin like pump through the body really quick. Um, and so, you know, with that, with the variables, sometimes workouts are completely normal. Everything's fine. And other times they're not. And I remember there was one particular power hour, or maybe it was even one of those long, you know, special rides that we get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where I lost steam and I lost it fast. And so those friends that I mentioned, um, they, they were all messaging, messaging me um, via like Facebook and Instagram. And they're like, uh, are you okay? What's going on? Like your output just dropped a lot. Like what's happening? Um, so I just like let them all know, okay, my blood sugar dropped low. I'm hopping off my bike, grabbing some snacks. I'll be back. Don't freak out. And then they just kept checking in on me every few minutes just to make sure I was okay. Um, And I think that's when I really realized like how special the community actually is. Like, of course, we're, we're internet friends. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know these people. I've never met them, but they had my back, you know? And so even to this day, um, I'm always cautious whenever I have to hop off or if I have to go grab something really quick, because it does happen. Sure. And yeah. I kind of pre-send a message. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm hopping off my bike for like two minutes. I'll be right yeah. back. 
got to answer so, the door, yeah. got to take yeah. care of this, got to do that. Exactly. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Um, but I just always love that story, not because you you had an issue, obviously. And being a type one diabetic, that's just, and maybe people don't know, that's something you've always had, right? I mean, that's not. It feels like it. I was diagnosed yeah. when I was nine. Okay. So I've had it for over 20 years. So I mm-hmm. did get to live nine years of my life without it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been such a, a huge part of like who I am and, you know, how I operate and the things I do every day. And so. yet it doesn't stop you. Like you're, it, it doesn't. You, you ride multiple <laughs> rides, you do yeah. things, but you just have to manage your own health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, I love that story. Yeah. It wasn't mine to tell though, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so stick in the community. Um, you certainly... Uh, are a big part of of many of the groups, particularly like Nicole and, and, and a couple others. What gravitates you towards? Or just because the first ones you you met, or what what do you love about the the classes and and stuff like that? Which ones do you gravitate towards? Yeah, um, definitely Nicole. She is somebody who kind of was the biggest impact and influence, like on my beginning journey with Echelon. I reached out to her. We'd keep it real. We'd talk about real stuff. Um, and I appreciated that so much. And mm-hmm. kind of her motivation and inspiration was what I needed at that point in my life to kind of move forward and pro- make progress in my fitness journey. Um, and then, you know, we would have side conversations. We'd talk about funny things. We're both a little weird and quirky. And so we would laugh about those kinds of things. So that's honestly how I connected so much with Nicole over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then specifically the group that she has on Facebook, the Savage Princess group, I was talking to Alex Hufflepuffle mm-hmm. and we were like, man, every instructor has their own kind of subgroup. Why doesn't Nicole have one? So we mm-hmm. thought like, let's ask her if we can help her create one. And coincidentally, she had actually just been thinking about it that week about how she should make a subgroup. Um, just so she could reach out to people who were doing her rides more frequently, give updates, stuff like that. So uh, me and Alex worked on it. We got it together. We got it up and running. And so that's how that kind of formed. And um, yeah, I would say like the the rides I gravitate to are going to be live rides, but like Mm -hmm. Chattanooga is where my heart is. 100%. Like I went there, I got to meet these people. Um, I, call them friends they are my friends now absolutely yeah and they're excited to meet you I mean that didn't you feel that like you were the celebrity walking in there I did I (laughs) was shocked I I was surprised that like most of them knew who I was before I got there even though I might not have taken very many classes with them and they were so excited and I'm like I I am nobody. I am just a writer. <laughs> Y'all are. Why like, have I'm, confidence here, Trisha? I'm a nobody. I am a nobody. <laughs> so you know what? I think they talk about us too. Like we talk about them. Probably. That's a secret. I, I think I, they do. I think so. Yeah. I was so shocked. Yeah. And then they were like, yeah, we've been talking about you coming in the group chat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? You have a group yeah. chat about yeah. writers coming into town? But. Because they're super excited. And that's what's so great that you and Alex did that for Nicole, because I think those subgroups really help the um, instructors highlight who's celebrating with them. And I think yes. that's probably yeah, one sure. of their, their sure. biggest tasks that they are excited to do 
but it's so easy to <clears throat> fall through the cracks because, yeah. oh my goodness, especially now there's so many celebrations. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad you guys did that. Um, I love that group. It's full of positivity yeah. and plants and dogs and all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah, all the good things. Rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> Rainbows and hair. And <laughs> Braids. Yeah. All the things. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, okay. So I have to ask about your your moniker, the shark lover. Okay. It seems obvious. Maybe it's maybe it is obvious. Where did that come from and and what made you decide to use that as your as your handle per se? Yeah. Okay. This is a funny story. I remember one of my first rides with Jama, she saw my name and she was like, You need to message me and tell me about your leaderboard name. And uh -huh. I was like, I didn't think it was that exciting, but okay, I'll tell her. Um, but basically when I was in grad school, I was working at a facility and I had a client who was very interested in me. After our first intake session, he was like, I really like you and I want to ask you out. And I'm like, oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, hard pass. Hard no, pass. thank you. <laughs> uh, and so honestly, about like, no. <laughs> in grad school, we were told like these things will happen. Yeah. I just didn't think it was going to happen. Like while I was still in grad school, I was expecting it like further on in my career. Um, so immediately I was like, oh my gosh, like my name tag, it like at work, yeah. it had my first and last name. And I'm mm. like, oh no, like I don't have a very common name. So it's easy to find me. So I was just like spiraling at that point. I'm like, so I've got to figure out how to handle yeah. this. Um, so anyways, we ended up pulling my last name off of my name tag. And then I was like, I got to change my social media. I, I cannot have mm -hmm. my real last name. And so I ended up just kind of coming up with it. I was like, man, what can I put as my last name? And I was like, at the time I was living on the coast. And so um, I have this joke. I've been basically stung by everything in the ocean. Um, I've been stung okay. by a stingray. I've been oh, stung gosh. by all the jellyfish. And so I had to get over my fear of the ocean. Um, and so I was like, the only thing left to get me is a shark. Like that's oh all that's goodness. left. And so, <laughs> and so every time I'd go into the ocean, I was like, I love you. Like, just know, like I am, I know I'm coming into your home, but please don't attack me. I love all of you. I love sharks. <laughs> I love this so oh much. Cause I was like, shouldn't you be shark bait? But no, I get it now. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. and I think, I think. Shark lover, because I was thinking San Jose sharks. I think that's why I always think you're from California, because I <laughs> Maybe, think yeah. I thought it was hockey. I don't yeah, know. No. Yeah, I've never but watched anyway. hockey before. Yeah, <laughs> and you're friends with all those Canadians. Just I wait, know. it'll happen. I don't tell them. Oh no, they're gonna oh, find we out. We won't. They don't listen to this. <laughs> shark, I love it. I love. I'm a friend, not food. I, I just yeah, I can yeah. see you doing it. That's exactly. I I would just like kind of like whew, walk in. You know, just oh dip my, my toes in. Yeah. So that's anyways, that's how I came up with that that name. It. And then I just I was thinking about a leaderboard name and yeah. I didn't know I'd never done any kind of like online like cycling thing like Echelon. And yeah. So I saw like the first ride, I think I had just Trisha as my leaderboard name. And I'm like, hey, some of these people have really fun names. I'm like, that's so boring, Trisha. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a boring name. 
So then I'm like, let me use Shark Lover. Like, let me just use it. And also when I was in CrossFit, like people just called me Shark Lover. They wouldn't call me by my first name. So it felt really fitting just kind of in the fitness world to just use that. Um, so yeah, that's how I have that's my that's the story. mystery solved. Yeah, I love sometimes it. I think about changing it, but I just never. No, 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 please no. It <laughs> makes me so happy. You have to keep it now at this point. No, it's, <laughs> okay, it's a good one. A, I think people get it. It is. You're a grown woman. You can do what you want, but please okay. don't change it. It's true. <laughs> it's true. We'll oh just ostracize you. That's okay. We'll, so we'll something just... else you're – yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll sting you. No. We'll, put, um, we'll, we'll, get, we'll take you out of the corner. You can't have a corner anymore if you, <laughs> you don't keep your leadboard name. <laughs> I want to talk about your singing. Is that something you just kind of do for you? Do you ever go to like open mic nights? Have you – do I remember something about you maybe auditioning for something? Am I making that up in oh my, my head? Gosh. No, you're not making it up. Okay. I've done all the things. Um, okay. So as a kid, I would sing and uh, did like school talent shows. I went to mm-hmm. a really small private school. After, after my diagnosis with type 1 diabetes, my mom actually pulled me out of public school and put me into private school just because they weren't um, – operating as they should in public school so they mm. were like you can't play Got sports you. you can't do this you can't oh, do yeah. that Jeez, come on yeah um and so my mom found a, a private school that was more than willing to let me do all the activities without any kind of like stipulations so um so <laughs> i would do like the local like the talent shows there and i i am like such an introverted nervous person and so i would go up there sing with my eyes closed but i loved it like i just love singing so much and so it's kind of like this inner conflict because like i am so nervous about it but i love it and so always conflicted about singing but i always just try to go for it um so when i was 17 i auditioned for american idol i got to the second round and then they cut me and i was devastated yeah (laughs) i remember uh, we walked out of the um, convention center that they were filming in, and then we walked into the mall across the street, and that song, Bad Day, was on by Daniel yeah. Powder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, know it. my gosh. I cried. Oh. My mom was like, quit crying. And I was like, do you hear the song? <laughs> See, not to, relive it. Not, to relive the, not to relive the pain, but you're in front of, like, was it Randy, Paula, and Simon? So I didn't get that far, actually. Oh. There's like a whole process that happens okay. before you get there. So first, first audition is like a cattle call. Thousands of people, right. random people judging you, um, lots of just people that work for the show, whether they're producers or just behind the scenes. Um, I will say all of these shows know what they're looking for before you go in. Oh, for sure. So every year they have an idea of what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So the year I made it to the second round was the year that Jordan Sparks won. So they were clearly looking for young girls that year um, to kind of make it further. Um, Anyway, so did the big cattle call. Second round is actually with um, Nigel Lithgow and the other producer. So he's on So You Think You Can Dance, or he used to be. Yeah, I think I'm familiar with him, yeah. Yeah, so I sang for them. um, And then they told me, like, you can sing. They were like, you're just really nervous, and you've got to get over that, that fear of like being in front of people mm. so like they didn't even say like you're terrible never do this again no. <laughs> they, they gave me really good yeah. advice but yeah. like when you're 17 you know and like your heart yeah, is set on hurts. something yeah 
Yeah. And rough. I'd have been like, you know how I'm going to get better at this is if you put me through to the next round. Of I know, exactly. right? Singing in front of people. <laughs> exactly. I just but want Randy to say, it's a no for me, dog. You know, yeah, I just want to. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, was... I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, and they said it was close. Like they were on the fence yeah. about it, but they ended up cutting me. But um, I did a couple of other auditions after that. So I auditioned for X Factor when mm-hmm. I was, I don't remember how old I was. Um, and that was very much the same. It just was way bigger because at the time, like idol had, you know, been on for years and years. X factor was like the new thing to be on. They were in like their third or fourth year of filming it. Um, and so that was also like such a nerve wracking experience just because they would pull you into these like little curtained off sections they were just kind of like a a four by four space and it was you and somebody that worked for the show and there are like 20 plus people singing at one time talk about distracting all belting it out at the same time so it it just felt chaotic and crazy but yeah i don't think that would be fun i would enjoy that yeah and of course they ask you about yourself you know um tell me how old you are what are you doing do you work do you go to school um, they like to get to know you a little bit before they make a decision. And so that actually was my last year of college as an undergrad. And so I told them that, and the guy was like, you're really good. Like you should come back, but like, you got to finish school. Oh, <laughs> so <it's> like, no, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to finish school. I don't want to. I've already dropped out. <laughs> I did it for you. I know. <laughs> All for you. All for X Factor. Yeah. Um, and then like a little bit later, maybe a year or two later, I auditioned for The Voice. And I will say that was probably the uh, the most respectful audition I had ever been to. I mean, mm. you've got Idol and X Factor who like to make fun of people and you don't really right. know what spin they're going to take on you. And once you get past the cattle call, you sign so much documentation, basically telling them they own everything about you. Right, they can right. manipulate anything you say or do and make it look however they want to for TV. Um, and so Just ask William Hung. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so with the voice, they were just very, very nice. And the producers would come out. They'd kind of give us an update. They were running really behind when I auditioned and they just said, we don't want you to not get through because you're nervous. We don't want you to not get through because you think we're trying to, you know, trip you up or, yeah. you know, use you for TV. That's not what our purpose is here. Um, so by the time I auditioned, I think my audition was supposed to be at like 1 p.m. And I did an audition to like 7.30 at night. So they were oh very far behind on the yes. process. Yeah. Um, about 100 of us went back. We kind of separated into rooms. And there were maybe like 10 of us in each room with producers. And out of 100 plus, two people got through. So at that point, oh. they were just cutting people left and right. Mm. So I just, I feel like these shows are kind of luck of the draw. And over time, I've kind of just, eh, like, it would be such a fun experience, but also, like, I have a life and I have a job and I don't know that it's worth kind of, you know, what you have to give up for it. Yeah. Big commitment. 
probably a pretty fair statement. Yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff they make you go through. And like you said, a lot of that behind the scenes stuff, you don't know how they're going to yeah. edit you together. Um, I don't know, but we kind of do the same thing on this podcast. You have to sign over all <laughs> the much. rights. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I signed that real quick. I've already done you it did. a million exactly. times. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care what they do to me. Whatever. I love yeah. sharks. Yeah, and I'm, and pretty sure one of you, I'm pretty sure one of y'all is getting cut before the end of this. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's probably me. Yeah. <laughs> the way that the things work out for me. It could be me. But I do. I, you, yeah. you should, you know, people should follow your Instagram. I think that's usually where you kind of will share sometimes your singing and things yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And so over time, like, that's just kind of what I do. I just yeah. I post. Um, I obviously still love to sing. It's a big part of my life. Um, but I think I've shifted from pursuing that and wanting that to be kind of my career. And also, like, I think, like, I'm a mediocre singer. Like, I don't think I'm anything special. You hear these people, even just on TikTok, and they're incredible. And so I'm always just, like, blown away at other people's talent. So I know people like to you know, compliment me and say like, oh my gosh, you're so good. But like, for me, I just think I'm like average. Your version of is, okay, I always get these two mixed up. Is it Radiohead that does creep? Yeah. Okay. I always say it's the other one. I can't remember who I get them mixed up with and people are like, Lady Gaga? No. You know nothing about music, Meredith. Stop talking. Um, (laughs) I think the Cure. I believe it was the 1994 version of Creep. (laughs) The Cure song Creep. And people are like, no, you um, <laughs> anyway, I love it. That's all I'm going to say about that. But I do Thank think you. it is a lot of luck of the draw and yeah. uh, probably, you know, just what they're looking for that year, what they're in the mood for and the mood mm-hmm. of the person the day you see them. And for sure, the Santa Ana wins. Who knows? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Santa yeah. Ana wins. You <laughs> mentioned your job a little bit. Uh, from what I hear tell, it's an interesting job. Yeah. Tell us a little bit what you do. <laughs> uh, so the title is psychometrist. Um, okay. It's a fancy word for somebody who, do, who does neuro, neuropsych testing. Mm. Um, so basically what we do in the clinic I work in is we see mainly neurology referrals. So it could be anything from MS, Parkinson's, um, epilepsy, dementia, we see all of those patients and we do neuropsych evals on them. So we're kind of looking at how your brain is working. We measure all of the things. So anything from IQ to uh, memory to executive functioning, processing mm. speed, all of those things. So I do all the testing with the patient. I get everything scored up, pass it off to the neuropsychologist, and then they interpret it. Interesting. So that is interesting. It's, it's Are you analyzing us? Cobwebs, all the cobwebs. You look, <laughs> if you look really high and shine a flashlight in there, you can see all the cobwebs. Um, well, do you get that a lot? Like people just deliberately misunderstand your job and they're like, you know, are you a- analyzing me right now? And you're like, I run specific time. tests. I ask yeah. specific questions because I can't just do random things. We need to yeah. have it, you know, be scientific and Oh my score gosh. you yeah. out. Are you like yeah. the mentalist? You remember that show, The Mentalist? Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I forgot about it. I loved it too. That guy yeah. was so cute. So where did he, yeah. he go? He is. He's so attractive. All right, so sidebar. Fun. Back to back to show here. <laughs> um, I'm gonna Google yes. it now. <laughs> People always ask me, like, "Are you analyzing yeah. me?" And like, they did that in grad school too. And I'm like, yeah. "Look, 
you're not paying me. I'm not. No. Well, and you know, people, you know, want my nursing diagnosis or information. And I'm like, I'm off the clock. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll yeah. help you in a pinch, but otherwise you're going to have sure. to go figure it out. Yeah. I think <laughs> nobody kind of, the only thing I do is if, you know, somebody's like, man, I'm really worried about my dad. Like, he just keeps forgetting stuff. And I'm hearing these things that like I hear often in our clinic. I'm like, you might want to go see a neurologist. You might want right. to get some neuropsych testing. It's yeah. never yeah. a bad idea. Uh, no. We often do like baseline testing for people who maybe have um, Alzheimer's disease like within their family. Right. Um, it's really great to come in and do baseline testing before there could be any kind of suspected yeah. decline. That's that a really smart idea to compare to. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting yeah. stuff. Interesting yeah. stuff. Um, <laughs> okay. So just, I mean, any other, any projects or anything fun you're looking forward to for 2023? Anything got going on? Um, so I have like my own, uh, you know, kind of like fitness goals for 2023. Mm. Okay. Nothing Say specific. More. Like, uh, not like I want to go be like a competitor, like a bodybuilder or anything like that. Come I just, on. I know, with the, I know. With the I'm name sorry. like Shark oh, I'm building Leather. my body every day. Just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's good. You've got some healthy goals you've set for yourself that, yeah, you know. I've, I've really shifted my focus mm -hmm. like initially, even with joining Echelon was kind of like weight loss. And I think that's mm -hmm. why a lot of people join, mm -hmm. um, yep. various kind of at home programs. Um, cause I felt like I had stalled. I mean, I, like I said, I did CrossFit for so long and then it took a physical toll on my body. I felt broken yeah. all the time. Yeah. My yeah. knees were creaking. Um, I just, that is my one criticism injury. of CrossFit. Yes. That is my one criticism. The injury rate is very high from it what is. I've been told. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, like it's just kind of these like chronic injuries that people can't really ever repair or heal from because you're just always overusing those muscles yeah. and those joints. Um, so, you know, with stopping CrossFit, moving to just strength training only, then I kind of like put on some weight because I was burning calories and I was obviously building muscle, but I didn't have that like cardio aspect I was getting from CrossFit. They do think it's a balance. You can't have just one or the other. It has to be this kind of mix of everything to really feel your best. And so I joined, you know, I got my my bike and I'm like, okay, well, they have other classes too, which was also another reason it sold me. Like I can still do strength training. Yeah. I can do cardio. I get the best of both worlds. Um, and so Initially, weight loss was kind of the primary goal that I had. And like I said, after talking to instructors and making connections with people, I realized it was way more than that. Um, of course, I, I did lose weight naturally, mm -hmm. <laughs> just upped the cardio drastically. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up kind of plateauing. And that's kind of been something recent. And I've had some pretty lengthy conversations with some of my friends through the community and the instructors about it. Um, and so for me, I'm like, okay, I think I need to refocus my, my goals, which now I've kind of shifted to like overall wellness, um, mm. not really fitness related, not really, um, you know, like I need to weigh a certain amount. I don't have a scale. I threw it out. Nicole 
really yep. preaches about like, don't yep. own a scale. It's just yeah. a number. Yeah. And I did, I, I took it and I threw it away and I haven't looked back. I have no idea how much I weigh. It doesn't matter. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, it's very but, like, I just want to be the best version of myself, which means being the healthiest version of myself, feeling good, getting good sleep, getting like proper nutrition, getting enough water, all these things. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my, my goal for this year. And I think like naturally your body changes and it adapts and, you know, you might see the results you're actually looking for by not focusing so much on them. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And, and you got to take those non-scale victories and those other healthy things into consideration. Yeah. Um, there are lots of people who would look like they're the perfect size and shape from the outside, but inside, oh, I know. <laughs> who knows what's going on, you know, but, yeah. um, I find that too. I mean, echelon really, I never was a water person mm-hmm. and that has all changed. And I am, I'm grateful for that. If I never yeah. got anything else from it, um, you know, your, your lab numbers going down or yeah. I don't know, your blood sugar staying more stable. I mean, all sorts of different things that can happen. Yeah. And that's actually something recently that happened. Mm-hmm. I ended up going to my endocrinologist. I get blood work done every time I go. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd been about six months since I had been, because I don't know if this is like a Texas thing, but like the, the endocrinologists just don't see people as often. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and I don't know if it's because I'm a type one diabetic and I'm pretty well controlled. So there's really no need for me to come more frequent than that. But I got my blood work done and I was dreading it. I was like, oh no, this is going to be so bad. And mm-hmm. the results came back and they were the best they've ever been in my entire like diabetic life. So in over go. 20 years. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm doing something right. My A1C mm-hmm. was the lowest it's ever been my entire diabetic life as well. So that's, you know, obviously I'm doing something right. So So maybe people need to know like your, your A1C, I don't know if people know, but that's like the average over three months of your blood sugar. Yeah. 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 And it captures. So, so you can't lie on that one. You can't. Your <laughs> you, blood you sugar. Can. You can go in there and like fast. And, you know, people who have these who run 500 sometimes and they're yeah. like, okay, I'll be good for a week. Then I go see the doctor and my mm-hmm. my finger stick will be good. It's like, yeah, but your lab work won't won't lie. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And you never know like what three months it's actually going to capture. Yeah. It, um, it's kind of like they don't they don't know. Um, right. So that. Uh, unfortunately, like mine was drawn after all the holidays. So that's another right. reason I was like, it's going to be really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was working out less. I was eating more. I was indulging in foods I don't normally eat. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was a big shock, a good one at that. Well, you're, you but you've prepared your body before that. It's been processing things better and it's been like yeah. a well-oiled machine. So Yeah. yeah. A well-oiled so machine. <laughs> Yeah. So that's like one of my goals for 2023. Um, other than that, um, I have some trips planned. Um, got some concerts lined up. I'm Ooh. very excited about. What's a couple um, of concerts? I'm curious. Yeah. Um, well, we got seventh row center seats to see Garth Brooks in Vegas. That's coming up in May. And yeah. then um, ended up just getting some Kelly Clarkson tickets for oh. Vegas in August. She's doing like a 10 show um, residency. So it's really short term, but um, scored those. My She's mom. Incredible. So yeah, we actually were going to go in 2020 
and then mm. the world shut down. The world we had everything. Yeah, we had everything lined up. We had tickets, we had flights, we had hotel, wow. everything. <sighs> and so, you know, we thought, okay, maybe it's going to be fine. Maybe we'll get to go. And then they called it. They canceled everything. And I was so upset. I was like looking yeah. forward to that show so much. So my mom was like, we are going. Like, no matter that. what this nice. one costs, like we're going. <laughs> oh. Making it happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love it. So Love now it. I'm trying to also get Adele tickets because if I can get those mm-hmm. for the night after Kelly, oh my gosh, oh, like I can die sad. a happy woman. I need to see them. My both. goodness. That would just be, I don't even know what yeah. sort of high you'd be on after that. Oh my gosh. Just endorphins and the songs yeah. and the voices ringing in your ears. Oh my, oh my gosh. goodness. Yeah. And I've seen Kelly a, a lot. Um, me and my mom are like huge Kelly Clarkson fans. So it was probably like my 12th show. Cause she's Kelly. from down there in Texas originally. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. I've yeah. met her a couple of times. She's just what you see, um, on her show and stuff. So yeah, we're a huge Kelly Clarkson fan. Excellent yeah. day. Excellent day. Okay. So if you want to follow Trisha on the old Instagram, it's Trisha underscore shark lover. And you can find her there and, you know, watch her sing and stuff. On those yeah. Videos. Give me some songs. Give me some like, songs. Oh, send me some requests. I there run out. Go. I want to hear Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some Enter Sandman. Uh, <laughs> which wouldn't fuck that one. Um, okay. <laughs> but we have one more tradition. That's the three questions. So you get to choose an envelope. One, two, or three. There's a. A little innocuous question from my chat pack I have back here, and then we, I play weird music, and you get to answer it. <laughs> hmm. One, two, or three. I think I'm going to go with three. Three it is. Knew you'd say three. Did you? No, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was 33% sure you would I say mean, three. I, I thought this was like a mentalist situation. Mentalist. <laughs> well, I could do like Karnak the, the Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> I think forehead. that's too old for her. Uh, probably. <laughs> Johnny Carson was probably yeah. dead longer than uh, you've been alive. I've, I've, I've um, heard the name. Yeah, oh, oh, I love when they... Th- young ones throw you a bone like that i've, I've heard of it. i think i watched them like back in the I, 70s show yeah exactly I think I, I think I heard about them in history class i think i heard my mom talk about it once oh, i i will speak oh, about that. that my nephew just said something to me about like how you were born in the 19th century or something like that and i was like <laughs> excuse me i was like i'm in my 30s like i'm I'm not that old, but like, I know, oh my but that, like, gosh. Yeah, Insulting. that's what the kids are saying now. They're like, oh, those people born back in the, you know, late 1900s. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Back before the iPhone existed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> God. Okay. Question uh, three. <laughs> question three. All right. I'll read, read it. Tension music. Then I'll read it again. What is one piece of advice that you wish you could pass along to everybody else? Okay. So. The tension music, ready for it? There it is, tension music. Read it one more time. What is one piece of advice that you wish you could pass along to everybody else? 
I love that Sheldon's doing this, Trisha. I don't know. I can't hear the tension music. Can you? I can't can you hear it? No. Okay. No. Oh, no. this tension music playing. Oh, you know why? Oh, I didn't hit this little button. I have to hit this little button that says live. Um, so I, we'll try it again. Uh, we're going to try that again. I may have to just, I may leave it in just because it's funny. It's, yeah, I, I, was just, I was like, does she hear it? Do I, am no. I just not hear Because I heard it yesterday. I'm so going to read like, it one more time. Oh, uh, <laughs> what is one piece of advice that you wish you could pass along to everybody else? What now? There it is. There it is. Okay. What is one piece of advice that you wish you could pass along to everybody else? This is hard, especially hard. with the music. I'll try oh. it down. Yeah, the music is anxiety oh, inducing. Wait. Uh. Oh, here it is. Oh. I wish people could see this happening. Wait. What's, what's the violin? Okay, what is one okay. piece of advice okay. you wish you could pass on to everybody else? Okay, no more dance party. No more dance party. Um, Here it goes. Gosh, oh my gosh, this is really hard. Um, I would just say that one piece of advice that I'd pass on to everybody else mm -hmm would be to, to live your life in a way that makes you happy. It doesn't Perfect. matter what other people think you should or shouldn't be doing, but at the end of the day, all you have to do, I say this all the time, which is probably not a nice thing to say to people, but like all you have to do is live and die, right? Mm -hmm. And like you have to choose how you live your life. You can live it miserably and you can be unhappy or you can do everything you've ever wanted to do and be happy and content. So that would be my advice. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Spoken like a true person kind of in the healthcare <sighs> profession that has seen people who do both. And you're like, which one am I going to choose? Yeah. Which way am I going to go? Cause yeah. there are two paths in life and one mm. is bitterness and regret. And the other is mm. just being grateful for every little moment. Yeah. Yeah, man, I thought oh. that was gonna be like a, a weird question. Yeah. Or a funny, I could ask another one. You want to get? I, 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 t let me tell you what's in envelope number one. Let me see. We'll pull yeah, that one out. Are they let's all see. deep like that? I don't no. know. Besides oh your real birthday, what is one other date on the calendar that you would think you would have been a great day to be born? So, if besides your actual birthday, what would have been a great day to be born? See, this is weird. <laughs> this is the nice weird this one. I like that. I like that weird one. Ooh. I okay. I would love to be a Halloween baby. Mm. A Halloween baby. Yeah, yeah. Why? Is, spooky, why is that? Spooky, weird stuff happens on Halloween. Costumes yes. on your birthday. Yeah, as a norm. The parties. Oh my gosh. Right. I was I, so looking forward to that. My um, my second daughter was due on Halloween, and I was like so excited to have a little pumpkin baby, and we yeah. were gonna every birthday party was gonna be so much fun, and she waited until November third, so she's a turkey. I was born between two holidays, so oh. I'm between Christmas and New Year's. So oh, like, I, yeah, Ooh, that's a tough slot. It is. It yeah. is. It's really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's um, out of town for your birthday. Everyone's oh, out got of money. All yes. the gifts are all the gifts are gone, right? They're, you know? they're wrapped in Christmas paper. If you get one, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I totally. had it stuffed over. Yeah. It's yeah. half a fruitcake, Trisha. Merry, merry birthday. Yeah. Or the combined <laughs> gift. I have yes. a Christmas oh, slash birthday oh, gift. Do you want to open it on Christmas or your birthday? No, I 
I want two, two gifts. Occasions. I want you to split yes. it in half and give me one on each. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Halloween would be an amazing time to have a birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty happy. Mine's April 29th. They're coming up here, but it's uh-huh. uh, it's a good slot. It's a good slot. It's not really yeah. around any major holidays. It's past Easter. Um, you were still in school, so you could take treats on your birthday. See, it's mine true. is yeah. March 18th, and we were always on spring break. spring break. I never got to take mm. treats on my birthday, and you I was never in school. Yeah. yeah, I was never in school on my birthday until I was in college, and then I had a test that day, and it was... Ooh. Rubbish. And you don't get to take treats in college. People look at you weird if you bring in teddy bear cookies. Yeah, for sure. It's my birthday. (laughs) It's my birthday. (laughs) Teddy bear cookies. Oh, dear. Okie dokie. On that, I say we call this a day. Um, It's really great meeting you and talking to you, Tricia. This has been fantastic. I think, uh, uh, you know, I know you from the socials, but it's nice to talk to you in person. Yeah, for uh, sure. Appreciate being on here. And again, if you want to follow her on Instagram, it's Trisha underscore Shark Lover. And that's how you find her and all the cool songs she sings and all that fun stuff. All right. We'll see you next time on the Super Exit Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. Welcome back to Super Exit Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. Trisha. Trisha. The lover of sharks. I just love that. I, I I really thought it was a hockey thing. And so finding out what it actually is, I'm like, <laughs> that's so relatable. I can totally see myself doing that. Like, I'm a friend. I love you. Don't kill me. You know, that if I'm faced yeah. with a mountain lion, that's going to be my attitude of, I love you. I think you're so pretty. Leave oh me alone and don't eat me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I, I'm glad we got to the origin story of that one because you're like, it's you know, it's one of the more recognizable names on the leaderboard. Yeah, and uh, you know, and it's like, where does that come from? But she told us the story and shared. I thought that was fun. Yeah, she's just, um, you know, really put herself out there a few times, auditioning for things, mm-hmm. um, things that I've always wondered what would I do. I I feel like, well, one. I do not sing well. Um, so I would be, um, oh, what was the She Bangs kid? Um, no, it was uh, William Hung. Yeah, bless him. That would have been me. <laughs> like, I would have been full, full yeah. throttled, you know, singing yeah. Celine Dion or something, and it would have been so bad they would have. Yeah. Shown there was me. one that, Sanjaya, wasn't it? He was really, he was, okay, I, would, I was going to say total judgment hat on here. Uh huh. He was awful, and he, they kept putting him through because he was so likable. Like, he, oh. remember that? I don't know if you remember him. He was like, I don't. He really was not good, but they kept pushing him through. It was almost like Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, right. Like they just <laughs> kept voting him through, and yes. it was like everyone was kind of getting cringy about it. It was like, oh man, because look, good singers are going home. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I haven't watched that show in years, I but I, I remember that one. Yeah. Sanjaya, that was him. Yeah. No, no, no offense, Sanjaya. You're pretty much better <laughs> singer than most people. But yeah. <laughs> versus the people, that, versus the people that went home, um, you know, it probably but should have been home first. That was some interesting behind the scenes, and it, it makes was. sense that sometimes they are just looking for certain things and and wanting to pigeonhole people in certain types. No. And no. and she is right. 
I mean, I've heard that about reality shows is they can edit it however they want. Totally. And, um, and I guess we have not, you, because you do the editing, have not been using your power um, for evil as much as you could, because you could totally edit me into saying all sorts of stupid <laughs> stuff. I mean, more than I already say. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, we try not to. Uh, uh, ed- the editing is minimal on this show. We'll put it that way. It's uh, we uh, we tend to leave stuff in. I mean, unless someone, you know, we, we've yes, people have asked. Is, oh, well, mm-hmm. do you say anything to say that? Could could we could we cut that out? Absolutely, you know, because we don't yes. want to feel embarrassed on this show. It's no fun. No, and, um, it's yeah, it's supposed to be uplifting for the community. Mm-hmm. I don't want people turning me down, going, "I saw what you did to so and so, and you made them look." Yeah. Like a fool? No, 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 no. And so, uh, Meredith, tell me about the time that. <laughs> Who was your least favorite guest and why? No. Oh, oh. No, they've all been good, and I mean that. <laughs> it's like choosing your favorite child. It's like I right, don't have one. Right. Just the ones that, lovely. Just the ones that don't show up. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um. Well, Trisha showed up, she and did. she. You know, her story is like a lot of people's about finding her people and how important they are to her. And, you know, it's not the same people over and over. Everyone's got their own group of people. I mean, there's a lot of really amazing friendships that have been built through this community that, you know, I think would outlast the community easily. Um, oh, and yeah. they do move outside the community. People get okay. together and do other things and, um, and goodness, start racing together and doing all sorts of things together. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I just really, I, I like the story of how she has to tell her team not to, not to be concerned. She's taking a minute from the bike. She's not keeling over right, and fainting. Right. Right. I know. I know. It's a, you know, the, the whole you know, because again, it's like it's so many challenges that people have mm-hmm. uh, that you, you don't know about, and and how they deal with them and stuff like that. And it's always wonderful to hear that you know, oh, okay, another bump in the rope, got to get off the bike and have, have a have a candy bar or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So I can keep yeah. going and just doing it. And uh, it's always inspirational to kind of hear you know folks that, that have those tripping tripping blocks and and just keep on trucking are still successful. Right? Oh, yeah, because she could absolutely say um, that could be an excuse if she wanted oh, it to be. Totally. And it, it could be a valid excuse. It is, a, it is something say, it she is ha- valid, right? Yeah, she, she has to be very careful. And there are other people, um, you know, who have issues where they have to be very careful. They have um, old injuries that they've got to mm-hmm. watch and not push it too hard and get too caught up or they're going to be hurting um, yeah. and other medical conditions that you have to have to watch so it's yeah. i mean i think that's what's good about the bike though is that you're you're at home so if you have a problem you can get off the bike right there you're not 50 miles from home exactly so right right it, Absolutely. it's a safer way and lower impact yeah it, it, it just makes it it's you're 100 right it, it lets it allows more flexibility to mm-hmm. uh your ability to do things like that because uh you know it'd be tough to do that if you're at the gym for example right mm-hmm. you know, i get off the bike in the middle of a class and walk through the middle of the class and go grab a snack or whatever it is right right uh, it'd be tough to do yeah but you know i'm sure yeah. listen i'm sure she, she's done it. i mean her, her whole evolution was interesting oh, yeah. um from you know from being crossfit and and uh, i really want i really want to know the story about <laughs> 
of yes. the CrossFit gym. Uh, you know, I understand she's not, it's her story to tell when she wants to tell it, but I was like, I wonder what it was. I, you know what? I forgot to ask the hard hitting question that oh. I thought of and then okay. forgot. And I'm, I guess I should have done a follow up with her because mm. I could have. Um, oh, by the way. I mean, hard hitting news. I do mm. know she got those Adele tickets. So she's seeing Kelly Clarkson and Adele back Ooh, to back. Look um, at that. Sorry to triangulate your location. Um, mm. But <laughs> I didn't see what dates. I don't know what dates. Nobody right, stalked right. Trisha, please. Um, but I meant to ask because she did cheerleading. Oh, and yeah. I meant to ask if she likes to watch that show, Cheer, about the Navarro cheerleaders and all that. Because uh, I know I do. I, I was not a competitive cheerleader, I was just a I small see. town pom-pom cheerleader hey, but um in the land yeah. of the blind the one-eyed man is king and <laughs> <laughs> the small farm town school exactly. the, the uncoordinated klutz can cheer <laughs> that's right that's right just don't um, uh, go jump but yeah in i air. think she did more more yeah. competitive yeah, I think so. yeah. yeah that's fun yeah and the many the many talents of echelon you know the, mm-hmm. I, I, I got thinking about that you know it's like you know she's a, a beautiful singer and and, and, mm-hmm. and has all kinds of different talents and i wonder if we did a talent show at echelon of all types <gasps> you can do any kind of talent show i wonder what they would bring to the table that'd be a fun like echelon be. contest yes um, I, I, i'd love for them to you know you know Ooh. show us your talents you no know no if you can juggle I'm not gonna say change. Uh, yeah, I can juggle. Can juggle. Yeah, just... you got you got you got like two dogs. You can juggle two dogs, right? I mean, you can <laughs> do little potatoes, a little hop around here. <laughs> I can no more juggle them than the man in the moon. But so, uh, I can do three, or I can do four. But the four is um, two in each hand. So I'm really just I doing see. two. I got it. You know, so yeah, there are much better jugglers than me. Mm-hmm. It is something I wanted to learn how to do. I got one of those little klutz books that was juggling for the complete klutz. I think it was. I taught myself on a school trip and um, by golly, I know how to juggle. There you go. That's But that, I, I don't think it's going to win any prize. You never know. Some, some of them might have a real thing for jugglers and they're a judge. <laughs> Look at her. Look at that juggling. Look we at got- that. You've got Phil, the yo-yo guy, right? Uh, yes. Phil, I mean, he, he can yo-yo like a son of a mm-hmm. gun. You got... Uh, um, I'm sure tons of tons of different talents out there where people oh, can yeah. curl their tongue in four directions at once. You know, <laughs> see that people do oh, that, right? Oh, you know, yes, like, I know. I'm not going to out her, but I know someone who can do see, like there her you tongue go. in like six different ways. There it is. She doesn't see? do it in public, but see? it's amazing. <laughs> Here's Rin. The, Rin, she can stare at the bottom of her own feet, and that's pretty, yes. You know, pretty <laughs> much a talent, if you ask me. Uh, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if we did that. There you go, Echelon. If you're listening, Lou, if you're listening to this one, take that one to the team. Echelon talent, it. and the winner it. gets like swag. Like, like oh some, yeah, you gotta have swag. But what a you know. fun social media thing too. I mean, yeah. oh my goodness, you know, there's there. We have singers. We have people who are in you know acapella groups. We have people who um, play instruments. Um, Goodness. You know, I'm going to text my people and tell them this. I want them to do this now before this episode comes out so no one steals my idea. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's my my secret talent is coming up with fun ideas for Echelon. That's my secret talent. (laughs) Trademark Sheldon for free. Um, Right. The things I don't get paid for. Exactly. 
Oh my goodness. No, it'd be fun. So I took a picture today, actually. Sorry, this oh, is off topic, really but it's a talent. A talent. Oh, okay. Yes, it is. I was doing okay. a plank with my reflect and I held the phone up and I was doing a you know one-handed plank. I took the picture, but <laughs> it was pointed out that it looked like Jamie was doing a plank on my head <laughs> the way the picture is. And I'm like, if we could recreate that in real mm. life. There you go. That could be our talent. I might have to be. double up with Jamie and say, okay, plank, use my head and plank. Plank acrobatics. <laughs> uh, yeah. Plank acrobatics. Plank acrobatics. Which I think there some of the instructors have already done some of those kind of fun, well, fun activities. Well, not with you. So there. No, not good. with me. No, they don't know of my talent. That's right. I'm Brand just sitting new. there. Ram spanking new. <laughs> but, uh, anyways. no, she's lovely. I just, if you see Shark Lover on the leaderboard, give yeah. her a high five. Yep. Brenda, I mean, she, she rides a lot of different rides. She does, um, yeah. Always makes me happy to see her. Often um, on Nicole's rides. If you find yeah, her. give her a high five and um, she'll get you back. Yep. And her Instagram, In nice she way. gave her Instagram is Trisha underscore shark lover. That's yeah. one shark lover's one word. If you want to follow her, give her some love, listen to her lovely singing and songs. Oh, that would be yeah she's you know she's good about sharing that talent which i think yeah. is nice because i don't have that talent and so you know it's it's nice to hear and she does her voice is just what i love one of my favorite things is when something is like hauntingly beautiful and that's what i feel her voice is no. i feel like it's just got that extra edge to it that just puts me in a mood not like a ghost like a Oh, oh, sorry. I wish I could reach through and slap you. Oh, you do not. <laughs> you do not. I, I was, might get violent. Might get violent. <laughs> you never know. I was looking for my for my sound effects here. I used oh, to gosh. have. I used to have. Where is scene. it? I had the Dracula. I don't see it uh, anymore. Is that, oh, oh, there it is. Wait. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Am I haunting enough? <laughs> oh my gosh. Sheldon's, you know, I don't know. What's in your coffee? What's in your coffee? It's past five o'clock. There's no coffee in that mug. <laughs> well, I thought maybe it was an Irish coffee or something. Uh, no, it's pure uh, Tennessee coffee. No. Speaking of which, in Missouri, because when I'm away, I like to try weird things. I had a coffee that had lavender in it. Mm. And um, it was actually really like good. Like a plant? Like that, like lavender. Oh, okay. yeah. How do you get lavender flavor into something? You milk it? Is it like a you squeeze a lavender pod or something? I Is think it... it might be like dried lavender essence oh, or something. Like an essence. All right. I'm yeah. curious now. Because I, I see uh, lavender all the time. You see it in soaps and you see mm -hmm. it and you see it in food and cooking. It, but it didn't have any like, you know, the, it wasn't like there was lavender pods in it. Because, right. you know, I've seen right. where they have bits of the herb in yeah. there or whatever. Um. It was a smooth coffee. Um, maybe it's like a tea that they kind of they steep. Yeah, maybe they extract an oil to or it. something. Yeah, I'm curious. Because now. it didn't taste like a horrible, you know, when you add an like essence a plant? and it's too strong. Oh, okay. Well, it was a little, it was more aromatic, you know. Oh. Is that okay. how you say that? Anyway, it I'll was. Go with um, it. I'll, I'll nod yeah. in agreement. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Someone can correct me. I would not want it all the time, but it was mm. nice for a change. Okay. So. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Trisha, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Enjoyed talking to you. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next segment of our program. There it is with authority. Industry news. Murder. Uh, 
I saw, saw an article of something on the, the John Mills, the friend we had on there on his Run Live, Live page. Apple Fitness creating classes mm. based on their shows. So like a Ted Lasso ride, <gasps> um, you know, stuff like that. So that's a, in the Apple Fitness category there. That would be smart um, of them. I mean, yeah, they're doing all kinds on. of stuff like Who that. Who wouldn't yeah. like that? Oh, I mean, I don't, I have Apple everything and I don't do any other stuff, but yeah. Um, yeah, and you yeah. know, and, and plus, so don't forget, like, they have the Apple Music Library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I, I'd never taken an Apple Fitness class. I, I've seen one. I've never really taken a class. You know, I do a lot of research for the, for things like this. Yeah. This program. But I'd be very curious how good their music is. Look, their instructors aren't going to compare to ours. I mean, I, 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 right, I just, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people. I just, yeah, I like my people, but. I'd like to hear kind of the music selection that they get to use and, and see if they're actually taking advantage of that. And it'd be interesting to see a Ted Lasso class. That'd be fun. Um, I feel see. like maybe we've had this conversation. I've said, oh, I need to take one for the team and do it. Mm. And I haven't. No, that's okay. I can um. do that. I, I, I have a... <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't, do I have? I don't have Apple Fitness. I don't think I do. Maybe I'm sure there's a free class I can take or something. Try yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a sample. But, um, but anyway, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. I didn't know if it's, uh, um, you know, it, everyone has collabs. You know, Echelon's got some collabs happening, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll talk about a few things when we get the Echelon section that are, that are going on that we've seen out in the wild. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, tonal. Okay, so. I keep talking about Tonal because it's, it's a fascinating story. They keep hemorrhaging cash. They keep having problems. They've raised their their price of the machine. They raised the price. Everyone's just lowering their prices. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, they've raised the price to almost 4000 bucks for this thing. They've increased their subscription price. And they were looking for buyers. Somehow, somewhere, they just raised $130 bucks. 130 million bucks. Now, if the valuations are, it used to be valued well over a billion. I'm mm -hmm. sure the investors have taken a massive haircut because there's no way they got a great valuation on this. There's no way. So the, the shares that people bought at that 1 billion valuation or whatever are now worth a lot less. So someone's getting taken on the chin. But who the heck is going to give them 130 million bucks in the, in the tailspin range? And so Part of this is they, quote, changed their CEO. The first person that was the CEO moved to chief technology officer. Mm -hmm. And they made the person that was already the president of the company their new CEO. So I'm like, basically just shuffled the chairs around. You didn't do any major changes. I would have demanded some new leadership. I don't know. Look, I'm being harsh. I know I'm not an investor in this company or anything like that. But I'm like, they've been in a lot of trouble. You can't ignore what's been happening. And they've laid off most of their people. They've had lots of problems. I don't know. I don't get it. And I just, I don't get it. But anyways, they get 130 million bucks. What are um, we um, doing with our lives, Sheldon? Like, why aren't we know. out there hustling and getting 130 million for this podcast? And <laughs> a sponsor, like we could do some stuff with it. Like we could like, we get pay off some people's <laughs> yeah, we could get some, Pay off some people's credit yeah. cards, pay off their medical bills. You That's know, we right. could like help cure cancer. Come on, give us that money. Yeah, we'll do something good with things. it. All those we'll, things. We'll fund some fun runs. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 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 I yeah. wouldn't keep it all for me. I mean, I'd take an administrative yeah. salary, of course. Of course. Of, you of know, course. Cool. Mm -hmm. 10 million but that's um that's, 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 less than, that's less than 10 percent. i mean i know <laughs> right 
<laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, I'm just, no, I'm just no. thinking we're doing something wrong. I'm like, if they, like you said, with their track record, they can still get that input. I'm yeah. like, how, how can I just, you know, get know. some people to invest in me? Um, I can also bleed and hemorrhage money very yeah. easily. Yeah. If they want to just throw it away, I will go to Lush and just buy out the store. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, I'll smell good. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly anyway. right. I'm going to take a quick sidebar because you said something that sparked a memory for me. Or so I, okay. I just listening on the news. Uh, so you, you ever heard the fire festival? FYI. Yes. Oh, I saw that. Documentary. The disaster. Yes. Yeah. So the guy that put it on went to jail. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's out. He's out. Oh, what's he doing? He's now? talking about fire festival too. Oh, good and he's got backers according to him. You, you, you know, about, it's those Marith, people. You talk that- about it. We, we we we're doing yeah. something wrong. If that it's, dude who went to jail for four years for this exact thing now wants to do the same thing all over again, come on! It's kind of <laughs> like Anna Delvey too. Like she was selling her art that she drew in prison, yeah. and it was something like a kindergartner would do. It, you gotta have what what you've gotta have that we don't yeah. have, Sheldon. I mm. feel like is a lack of shame. You oh, have to be I, I, unflappable. I can get there and, pretty quick. No. Well, I <laughs> I'm mean, just kidding. I'm joking. Yeah, I couldn't take people's money. No, and no, just no. you know, I, no. Oh, how do I say I it know. nicely? No, um, I know what you're you saying. You know, <laughs> moving <just>, on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, they're con artists, is what they yeah. are. I mean, that's what he yeah. is, and um, I just couldn't do Allegedly. it. Allegedly, let's just go. No, actually, he went to jail for it. So he he went to jail yeah. for it. Yeah, he he yeah. sold people on an idea, yeah. and they got a cheese and bread sandwich. Mm-hmm. Not even a grilled cheese. I know. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I just thought you I, you talk about talk about people throwing good money after bad out there. Here we go. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I think uh, good good luck to Tonal. I hope that I hope they turn around. <laughs> it's a great product. The product is great, but it's a one trick pony and. Uh, um, and it's got $130 million in backing now. So yay, yay. Um, <laughs> I, li- I listened to an interview with uh, Hydro CEO, Bruce Smith. Um, uh, on the, the podcast was called the, Con- the, the Consumer VC, which is venture capital. Mm-hmm. Um, he, in that, he took a really interesting interview. I, I've always, I, I like him a lot. I've listened to several of his interviews and, and I really appreciate what he, his passion and commitment to rowing and, and, and the, the commitment to the, the product and, their, and everything that they have. But he, he mentioned something in there where early on the game, basically Peloton came in and tried to buy him with the money. He's like, they came in with a bunch of money and said, we'd like to buy her. And they just said, no, thanks. Oh, wow. I'm like, talk about that. That's interesting, right? Because Peloton that went on. That kind of took some, you know, balls of steel, really, right? because I'm sure they made a very enticing offer. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and again, you only time will tell whether that was a good decision or a bad one. I don't, we don't know the answer to that. Right. Cause yeah. you don't know, you, you just don't know where community fitness is going. Right. They, they Hydro sure. has to have some chat. Hydro has laid off some people too. Right. They've mm-hmm. had their challenges. Um, again, I still think they make a fantastic product and all that stuff that goes with it. But, uh, uh, and we talked about their kind of music thing that happened a week or two ago. Yeah. Uh, when they just switch up. But again, it takes some, some, uh, some guts to do that and, and some commitment to the cause. And so, uh, cheers to that. Um, sticking on the hydro topic, uh, there was an article that came out today saying that, you know, I mentioned last episode, Lululemon has been kind of back burnering the mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they said they're not investing in it. Well, apparently they went to hydro and asked them if they wanted to buy it. Oh, uh, They went to hydro and said, hey, you guys want to buy mirror? 
<laughs> now, Hydro has asked a comment that said, we don't comment on anything like that. We're not doing yeah. that. Um, I think on my personal blunt opinion, that would be a horrible purchase. Um, I just don't think that's a great product. I think that product is way stuck in the middle. Um, uh, it, it doesn't have any support. I mean, it, it's just there and it doesn't have the, I don't believe it. I'm not sure the touchscreen. I don't want to say it just, I don't know how that product goes, goes on. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's been orphaned for so long. Someone has to come in and, and, and add content that's going to be unbelievable. Now, I guess you could say it would give Hydro another modality, but honestly, they could develop their own. I don't think that's rocket science uh, to develop one yeah, of those things. Yeah, maybe they're sticking to what they what they like and yeah. know. And I mean, maybe that's why he didn't want to sell is because if it is his passion, then, you yeah. know, he wants to keep his people as much as he can and keep developing it with his vision. Because uh, it would have just been eaten totally. up and, and turned into something completely different. Yeah. His um, passion was so much yeah. about the the outdoor content. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. know that that would have kept being developed. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. What do I no, know? No, you don't. But uh, well, well, you see what Peloton's done with their own rower, though. Right. It's I, 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 can't, I haven't seen a lot of the content, but I know they do a lot of class rows and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So not a lot of outdoor content, if I'm not mistaken. But um you know his room uh, he was he was always like you know the more war was the merrier because it, it just makes it a more popular sport so yeah um yeah. he's a great attitude about it but i thought there was an interesting article about about him and, and tying those two together a little bit um the peloton is doing some expanding on on so classes are hard to get sometimes for them like if you want to go into okay. their classes very difficult uh a lot, a lot of weight lines and stuff like that but they are going to start to offer um a what they call a first timer class so oh. one of the complaints people have is it seems to be a lot of the same people get in uh-huh you you know they yeah. may again whether it's they know how to work the system and get it in there quicker or they know someone nobody knows right. i mean I'm not, no no accusations here right allegedly we don't know allegedly <laughs> i don't know anything right but you know but you know you tend to see people that talked about going multiple times and some people have been trying and trying and trying they can't get one class right well, they've decided to do this. It's first timers only. So if you, you've never if you've never visited the studio you, you, studio before, you're eligible to, for these classes. Okay. Um, so I thought that was kind of neat. I think smart that idea. That is nice. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, you can make it very special for them that way. I thought. Um, the last article I just saw something again. Uh, I actually saw this again on 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 John's run run lift live run live and lift page, uh, but it was an article from from Insider. Uh, it was, we talked about this before. Uh, Soul Psycho created this new thing called Peoplehood. Oh. It's essentially like a, it's like a fitness studio, but it's not a fitness mm -hmm. studio. You go in, there's coffee bar there, stuff like you know, and then you go in this room and you basically, it was good because this person went and did it and and, mm -hmm. and talked about it. You basically go in a room, you sit in a circle, you have your, I guess, instructor that's kind of like a coachy kind of person that kind of asks questions. It's all about active listening and sharing and stuff like that. And they do this for an hour. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like it's like 55 bucks a class or even more than that. I think that's a starting rate. But I don't know. It, it, they talked about it. They said it was interesting. And did I feel a little bit better coming out incrementally? Will I do it again? No. You know, it was kind of the, mm -hmm. the consensus yeah. there. I mean, what makes it a little weird for me? I mean, they have some some rules, 
Mm-hmm. Right. Like when someone is, is when you do, they break up in, in twos for some of the stuff and there's a, a thing they follow. Um, but when the other person's talking, you have to actively listen. And there's no clapping. There's no sounds when someone's sharing. You can only snap. Okay. Or tap your heart, I think is what was the other motion you could do. Um, but there's also weirdly no rule about what you can say after the class and how confidential is what you say in the right. class. Right. I mean, I don't know how comfortable I would be. Look, I I am a relative open book, but if I got something like a, a problem or, mm-hmm. or something, I, I don't know really want to go in a room of like seven strangers and talk about it. Right. Um, or maybe some people do. I don't know. I just wouldn't feel great about it. And what if someone shares something then then they it gets shared externally and it comes back around? I don't know. I think there's a lot of liability in that. I don't know. But I don't know. The thing that any I, I'm curious your thoughts about it. I just give you a long diatribe about it. Would you do yeah. something like that? Um, I I hmm, I don't think so because yeah. unless they're okay, two things. There would have to be a confidentiality. This doesn't go outside the room clause. Right, like right. what is discussed, like the experience. Sure, you can talk about the experience and you can say, I talked to someone from, you know, a different state and had different opinions on this, but not who they were, where they're from, and what the exact conversation right. was. Um also I I don't need that in my life. Like I mm-hmm. have people who active listen and support me and vice versa. So I am very lucky in that regard. It makes me think of when they had like those hugging places and cuddling places where you could go into a room of strangers and get a hug and no, you know, no, no one's going to say, no, you can't have a hug, you know, because some people are starved for that physical touch Mm. and it was all, you know, above board, not supposed to be weird. weird. It's just, (laughs) just, a friendly hug or a friendly cuddle i would never do that either um i want to choose actively who i choose to hug and cuddle um but i get the need for it Mm -hmm. because there are people who do not have a source for that in their life yeah and they do not have a safe place to get just another human being to face to face talk with them yeah. without fear of rejection. Um, yeah. So I just I, wonder I, at that price point. Oh goodness, no! Are there people that need it the most? It's not accessible to, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Could <laughs> you be. Know? Yeah, I don't know. Could this be. Weird. I just also yeah. I could see it getting real weird real quick. Yeah. So I yeah. I just wouldn't put myself in that. Yeah, I was curious. I mean, I I just yeah. read about it. I was like. What a what an interesting thing! I guess you know, again, yeah, different strokes, different folks, as they say. Um, it definitely ain't my jam, so no. I don't know. All right, well, that's all I had for industry news. Alrighty. Shifting on to echelon news. Whoosh. Whoosh. Well, um, so Nicole did a ride yesterday, which would have been the 18th. So if you're looking for the date of it, 45 minute. Uh, I guess it was probably a hills ride because it was one big hill. The That's class a big hill. One, one big hill. Big hill. I did not ride it. Uh, we were busy doing something else. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. You and I were. Yes. But um, but I know a lot of people did ride it. And I really want to do it on demand because it sounds so hard. Um, but you know it was fun. I mean, people loved it. 
Um, so hopefully I can get a group to do that. Um, I did get a group and do Ren's Bride Ride, which was um, so much fun. Absolutely mm-hmm. great. Um, I just want to say I appreciate they did some app maintenance the other day and they put it actually out there and let people know. Um, we got the new, um, well, the Apple, the iOS people have gotten the new, uh, right. new. app look and update and the ability to search and um sheldon taught me something really important about that that he had seen that jerry riley had said of the unofficial page um that there's a little calendar if you're looking to see what live classes are coming up because i was out of my mind could not find where the live classes were so (laughs) except for like what was right that day but i was wanting to look ahead to schedule the rest of my week Um, but they are there it is there they're there um, Echelon is still doing a uh, 3,300 um, healthy glow giveaway. Minutes. Oh, wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, with Find Keep Love. Um, so it's Echelon, She Finds, Nuzits, True Leaf Market, and Link Active. Um, so those are the partners who have put together this little prize package. Um, so I don't know how long it goes for. There was there's a link on the um, Echelon official page uh, where you can go and and enter. So mm. I did. We'll see if I win. You will. Um, I believe in you. <laughs> I saw a couple of our people um, at the Run Disney. I saw Savage Mama yeah. and I saw Lindsay Kaplan, mm-hmm. and they um, they did a great uh, job. Our friend Debbie was there too. I think. Oh, Debbie was there. I think mm-hmm. last weekend. Yes. This oh, was yeah, maybe this it was. weekend. Yeah. 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 Debbie was there too. Oh, Absolutely. Correct. And belated happy birthday, Debbie. Um, but yeah, and they had the yoga um by Echelon and all yeah, the, the straps cool. and the bands and stuff there. And that's you know, that's an amazing partnership. So yeah. Um, Let's hope they continue it and, and, and yeah. it evolves, you know. Um more on yeah. that in the future, we hope. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, this weekend, Danny qualified for Boston 2024. Oh, that's fantastic. I what, mean, what, an what amazing time. She improved her other time. Um, yeah. and then she's, she's Ryan. Along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Danny was like, I, I, it was insane. It was just on fire. I'm so, so in awe of her. Um, but I'm also in awe of Blue Boy, Ryan mm-hmm. Kopp. Um, he completed the Boston Marathon. Oh, yeah. Um, he raised his $10,000, um, probably plus some, for Special Olympics. And he was so cute. He, <laughs> if you look at his pictures, he noticed when the photographers, the race photographers were taking pictures, and he did a pose every time. And he has got the cutest race. No one looks good in race photos, um, except awesome. our friend Allison, you know. but. Um, he did. And Lindsay did a cute thing too. And, and actually Savage Mama had a great race photo and a great costume too. So, I mean, just Echelon was, has been well represented. Debbie had a great, um, outfit on too. It was just really nice. A lot of fun. Uh, you know, cool. I'm all about the clothes. I'm all about oh, people dressing yeah, up. Of course. So, um, and Ryan's going to be doing New York next. And I know there's a lot oh. of, uh, well, like Spendiva and people who are going to be cheering him on. I mean, it's going to be a cool. whole event. Um, it. There's some new classes that I've seen that some other people have mentioned. Um, a lift heavy 20. And then I'm going to try to do the lift light 20 because lift light sounds more my Lighter. speed than lift heavy. 
<laughs> I'm like, I don't have to be light, right? The the lights are the weights are light. <laughs> but um yeah, so that's that's some interesting things going on. Um, yeah. Do you have some stuff too? Got a couple things. Okay, slipping this one in post production here. Uh, so uh, we uh, wanted to make sure we got this in because it's happening a uh, uh, couple days after the recording is dropping. Uh, John Holt is doing his debut ride on the Connect bike. Very exciting. John's been a long time. Uh, on the rower and stuff for us and uh, he's hopping on it's going to be this upcoming wednesday uh and that's going to be uh at six o'clock p.m it's a wednesday april 26 6 p.m john holt his fusion ride 30 minutes debut don't miss it i'm slipping this in again after after we've already recorded so meredith isn't responding because she's not on the recording with me it's just me so i can say anything i want and uh anyways back to your regular uh, scheduled show Fibo, F-I-B-O show in, in, mm-hmm. in, in Germany, I believe it is. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's Germany. Um, it's a, it's the, it's the big, big international show on fitness equipment and stuff like that. And uh, from all accounts that I've heard, exceptional uh, reviews and uh, uh, interest in all the new things that they're bringing to that, uh, which includes like the new strength machine mm-hmm. that, that, that we've talked about and showed. Uh, and on that. We, I don't know if this is going to be an exclusive or not, you know, or, or exclusive uh, scoop or not. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if it comes out before this episode does. Uh, there is like a little contest that's going to happen. So oh, yes, yes it, it uses the the new strength machine needs a name, needs a name. Yep. So you know you get the Echelon Stride and you know the the Connect bike and all that. We they need a name for the new fitness machine. It's you know it's uh, got cables and and uses magnetic resistance and all that good stuff. Uh, and it is a standalone kind of machine. Uh, you can submit your ideas to an email address. The email is name that machine all one word name that machine at echelonfit.com. And their prize is, from what we've been told, again, mm-hmm. you might see some official stuff on this. So this is unofficial. I'm getting this from a very, very reliable source. Yes. We're gonna, I was going to say, gonna it's say, a pretty credible it's source. It's a pretty credible um, source. They told us yeah. we could share this. So we are. Uh, name yeah. that machine, echelonfit.com. And the prize is going to be one of the fitness, uh, the uh, strength machines. That's a big deal. Now again, I, that's a huge yeah, deal. Exactly. I, now, now it probably will be when the when it comes out. I don't know if it's, if it's the commercial right. one or the or, or it's going to be the consumer version. I don't know yet. So let the details come out, guys. Don't make any there's no promises until you see this formally. But we've been told it's going to be a strength machine as a prize, and name that machine at echelonfit.com is how you enter. So send it on yeah. in. Make sure you put your contact information if you send them an email. Um, yeah. and I tested the email. I did go through today. First, at first I tried it. It didn't. So I, I checked with them and they said, okay, now it works. Like, okay, it's working now. And, uh, All right. uh, my email went through. So I've already submitted my ideas. I'm not telling you what they are. Secret. No, but they're very good. I know what they yes, are, but I'm not telling you either. Right. <laughs> Cause I know the Sheldon really wants us. <laughs> to um, my idea was, um, strength, strength face, yeah. but, um, I think they'll I go don't for think that. it's going to get picked. <laughs> <laughs> strengthening big muscles 
<laughs> oh, there you go. That's right. Oh. Oh, All right. Where are your yeah. shout outs, Merit? Let's hear them. Oh, my goodness. Okay. There's just a, a tiny few, you know, nobody's oh, been boy. doing anything. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> if you believe that. <laughs> I got a bridge to sell. Uh, I got a, I got a exactly. big boat base to sell you. <laughs> um, so first, some leaderboard names. Uh, Moose Kaboom. I just, I, I saw that and it just, oh, for one thing, I don't know if anyone else yes. used to eat that cereal, Kaboom with the clown on it Kaboom. but i used to like it and we were talking about it on twitter ages and ages ago and someone said did you know that guy like recalled because it had you know like really bad chemicals in it or something and i was like well i know i never saw it once i was I had, you know i so. had uh, 75 boxes i put in storage and i've been eating them ever since <laughs> Let me know if y'all remember Kaboom. I'm sure my mom was a poor college student, so I can guarantee you it was um, relatively uh, inexpensive yeah, I cereal. I don't remember. So, I don't remember. Kaboom. Maybe it was made with maybe it was made with asbestos. I don't know. Yeah. Allegedly, something bad about it, and you don't see it anymore. Right. So, yeah. um, I rode I'm with look them. It up. Keep, keep talking. Keep talking. Iced coffee. But coffee, like their last name is C-O-F-F-E-Y, which I thought was very clever. That's a, that's a good one. That's a, okay. That's an easy one, though. <laughs> I love it, though. Um, uh, Pig Mom gave me just in, like Justin, sane. <laughs> um, and Alex gave me add two more. And I got to say, add two more. I, I see what you're doing there, and I'm not sure I like it I like because it when the instructor calls you out, I might be adding two more. That's right. <laughs> I can totally see Jama and Nicole Keep being yourself like, away add from two the, more. Away from the visible parts of leaderboard, please. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's great. They obviously, you know, they're funny. Yeah. Okay. 100 rides. Fit at 49. Hawaiian princess. Alexa Rosenau, Fit Moss Mama, What's Kraken, which I love, TK-11463. I feel like that's got to mean something, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Uh, Michelle Butler did 100 strides. Hufflepuffle did 100 strides, 600 rides, and 1,200 workouts. You know, I love it when it, the stars align yes, like that. Yes. 200 rides. Katie Kendrick, Adam Buchanan, Jessica Johnson, Emo Princess, Mama Times Three did 200 Fit Pass, Sam Cohn, 200 Strides, Die Lard, 200 Rose. <laughs> I know. Die Lard That's with a vengeance. perfect one. <laughs> Die Lard. Yeah. Uh, Jane Stell, 300 Rides. Jesse Wiss, 300 rides. Spinnaman Buns. Uh, I've seen that one before. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. 300 rides. Kelly Cole, 300 on the reflect. There you go. Yeah, that's good. City 13, 400 rides. Rebecca Hickman, 400 rides. Jenny Windmill, 400 rides. Ricky Denae, 400. Carla Brackney, 400. Jill Chesno, 400 rows. Karen Prom, 400 strides. Now 500 rides. We have OG Mom, Chris Hansen, Amy Cervantes, 
Tom Rizek, Real Hot Girl Spin, Razorback Mama. Yeah, Real Hot Girl Spin's good, isn't it? <laughs> Razorback Mama. I'm like, are you sure yeah, that's a you... spin bike name, Meredith? <laughs> do you do you have a um, Razorback Mama? I need to know. Like, is it? Your kid goes to the University of Arkansas, or do you actually have a Razorback? Because mm. both are possible. That's awkward. Um, <laughs> church Chickens, 500 Rides, Nanny D, 500 Fit Pass, okay. 600 Rides, Redhead Deb, Sarah Sangria, Conscious Dancer, Lacey Lou. Has- oh, wait, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> Lacey Lou, 600 rides and 1,300 workouts. Uh, Steph Butt, 600 Fit Pass. Uh, Louis De Jesus, 700 rides. Sabrina Valley, 700 rides. Jay Vegas, 700 rides. Punk Rock Princess. Got a lot of princesses. Mm, seriously. Um, 750 mm, rides. Grand Court here. <laughs> More Wiggle, Less Jiggle, 800. Annette, 900 rides. Brooklyn Girl, 900 rides. And here we go to some thousands. Into the thousands. Secret Turtle, 1,000 rides. Mm. Keg Legs, 1,000 rides. App on the Bike, 1,000 rides. Pig Mom, 1,000 Fit Pass. There you go. Which is insane. Fit Passing. <laughs> Christina Dortona, 1,000 workouts. Steve Yardley, 1,200 rides. Jocelyn Hayden, 1,500 workouts. Cami Young, 600 rides, 1,200 workouts. Adrian Kern, 1,400 rides. She did that in studio. Nice. And uh, sent me a bathroom pic, but, you know, that's just between us. Because, um, <laughs> you know, I love the lighting in there. <laughs> um, Hope. 1,200 workouts, Bria Nelson, 1,500 workouts, Debbie V, 1,500, Ida Brown, 1,800 workouts, Mama Smurf, 2,000 workouts, CDMX, 2,000 rides, Spin Diva, 2,000 rides, Idaho Mama, 1,000 rides, 3,000 workouts, and Gretchen Whips, 800 strides, 3,500 workouts. Oh my goodness. Like, you people. They don't stop. They're like Energizer bunnies. Non sponsor. No no batteries (laughs) here. But you know, I saw somebody else saying, it's not much, but I did 25. I got my 25 ride badge, or it's not much. I got my 50 ride badge. And I'm like, oh, we were there. We were all there. We got those badges. And that's how you get to a thousand. Yeah, you got to <laughs> you know? start somewhere. Be proud of be proud of every little milestone. Yeah, because you know. Some yeah, pe- because some people will never mm-hmm. see that one. Let's remember that, right? Yeah, they don't yeah. even see ten. They don't see twenty five or fifty. They don't see zero. Um, you're so yeah. close to a hundred, and oh my goodness, it'll come quick. You got it. Absolutely. So yeah. Meredith, kaboom. Mm-hmm. It was a vitamin. Kaboom! Four, yeah, tell me about. According it. to the Wikipedia's, is the name of mm-hmm. vitamin vitamin fortified. At least had vitamins. Circus themed breakfast cereal produced by General Mills, which contained oat cereal bits shaped like smiling clown faces. It's creepy as crap. Uh, marshmallow. <laughs> Can you see a picture of the box? I do. It, I do. it was creepy. It is a, yeah. It's a little. Uh, it's cartoonish. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So smiling clown faces and marshmallow bears, lions, elephants, and stars. 
Its mascot was a smiling circus clown. It originated in what year do you think? Oh, goodness. 77. 1969. 69. Uh, 69 primarily okay. as a breakfast cereal in the 70s and 80s, Kaboom remained available for sale until when? Oh, goodness. 1988. 2010. No way. Yeah. When, no way. When it was discontinued by General Mills. Now, I wonder. Why? Now, I'm curious. So, this sounds a lot like Lucky Charms. Uh, you know, it, it, in terms of who makes Lucky Charms. Does General Mills, General Mills makes that, too. I think it's just a, a Lucky Charms rejects. That's what I think it is, is what goes in a kaboom. <laughs> Interesting. It used to be Kaboom and Tricks for me. Yeah, Tricks. Oh, Tricks are good. Tricks mm-hmm. changed though. Like I didn't like it when they changed it to the like the shapes. Like it was used to be little balls. Right. The balls is what I remember. Yeah, but then they changed it to like fruit shapes and it just didn't taste as good. I don't know. Um You prefer balls, Sheldon? I, I do, Meredith. I, in my cereal, I'm I'm a ball guy. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. Uh, does this bring us to our snack? Now? It, it kind of does. But no, it, it, the, the thing is, the, the circular ball of the cereal mm-hmm. is perfect for capturing the right amount of milk. You, if, if, yes. you, if you change a geometry of the cereal mm-hmm. piece, it messes everything up. It just does. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Cocoa puffs were also delicious for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Cocoa puffs. You're right. Yeah. And then kicks. Kicks were like lightly yeah. sweet. My wife just found, she'd been, she'd been talking about berry berry kicks for ages. And mm. they're not in a lot of places, but she came home with a big old honking box from the other day. So she was really <laughs> happy with herself. And uh, they got herself the berry berry kicks. But um, yeah. So, all right. Let's get to snack downs, Meredith. We have some. Yeah. How did we do? How, who 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 is is uh, reigning supreme in this past week's snackdown? <laughs> Said like someone who might have noticed. I may how, have noticed a, a little bit. The wind was going. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very interesting because yesterday mm. I was in fourth place. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two of us. Yeah, yeah. But yesterday you were losing out to I was in fourth. Something else probably because I was losing. <laughs> Out to almonds, macadamia. Actually, I might have been fifth place or tied yeah. for fourth with pecans. <laughs> so, um, yeah, cashew got 25 votes. Brazil nuts got six. And like five of those came today. And yeah. I think were pity votes. Oh. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, Brazil, that's a great nut. Don't get around it. But it is, but you know, Rosa gave us a little bit of, uh, and just in case anyone wants to oh, go out okay. and eat a ton of Brazil nuts, I don't want to be um, responsible right, for anything. And right, right. um, they have selenium, and you can really only eat about five of them in a sitting really? or at a time or in a day. I don't Why? know. Be careful. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you get too much I of it. I certainly eat a lot. It's not more good than for that. you. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, maybe that explains oh, something. Really? She, if that. you want to look on our page, she she put a LinkedIn article I'll to look it. At about, it. I'll look it up because now yeah. I'm curious because I eat mixed nuts. I have Brazil nuts in them. And I know sometimes I get I do them. too, but they usually only have like five. And so I'm like, the, okay, I the eat Costco the whole five ones, out of there. The Costco ones oh, I get. See, that's the problem. Kirk, I don't Kirkland go to brand. Costco. I think they have, have a lot of Brazil nuts in them. I'll, I'll have to look now. Now I'm curious. All yeah. right. Anyways. All right. So. I'll take take the win, um, but Meredith. Yeah, uh, yeah. Big so, time win. I think we talked about this a little bit. I think we're going to go mm-hmm. this week with, you know, it's it's a time of year where we're starting to get out more because the weather's getting mm-hmm. nicer, and maybe going to see friends' houses and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes when you go, most times when you go to a friend's house, you bring something with you. Yes. All right. Yes. So what I want to know, and I think the world wants to judge us on. Okay. Is the best treat to take to a friend's house. It can be sweet or savory. So the best treat to bring to a sales house. And here's attention. Meredith, we need to know. What's the best treat to take to a friend's house? So I think for a friend, you know, I want to take them something they probably don't have all the time. Fair. So I'm going to take them a nice box of macarons. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I would say chocolate, but in Oklahoma, those are going to melt. Macarons. So, right. you know, so for the summer. Yeah, macaroons. Not the coconutty ones. Right. The French macarons. Like, so they're like kind of yeah. little cr- crunchy, soft in the middle cookies with a with a buttercream mm-hmm. type of ganache. In all the different colors. So for the all okay. different flavors. They're fancy. They're something people don't usually buy for themselves. Yeah. Um. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's very thoughtful. Now, I'll tell you what I usually take. I go, when I go, because a lot of the events I go to, they're usually larger gatherings. It's Mm -hmm. it's a difference. If there's an intimate gathering, I'll, sometimes I'll make cookies or sometimes I'll make uh, Mm -hmm. a dessert of some kind. But if I'm going to a larger gathering, we have a really, really good donut place. And I bring... A big box of mixed donuts and then a big bag of donut holes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, but that is that what I, I see? It sounds like the macarons would be more for an intimate gathering, though. So I'm going to maybe stay on par with you. I'm going to go if it's a little more intimate gathering. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, you can go with either one. No, I think okay. that's a great no, idea. No, okay. we're going to macarons. I'm going to go savory. Okay. We make. Bacon wrapped dates. Oh, fancy. Yes. That's kind of like yes. a signature move. Um, mm-hmm. So, bacon wrapped dates are what I'm going to bring to like someone's home as like an appetizer mm-hmm. treat. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. I would love to. They're those. good. They're Absolutely. so good. If you've never tried them, folks, they're easy to make. I mean, you have to, you know, basically yeah. you wrap them in bacon and you bake them in the oven. Uh, there's a couple of different ways you can make them. You can sometimes you can put different things inside the date if you want to. Uh, sometimes it's all like an almond in the middle of the date. I've seen all kinds of different mm-hmm. things done, but they're delicious and uh, they're they, they usually go over really well. So I was gonna say, I think you could pair that with some goat cheese or you something. Could. Mm. You could. I don't like yeah. goat cheese, but you could. No, I know, but yeah, I do. You do. That's all that matters. That's all that <laughs> so matters. So if you're bringing them to my house, bring That's a side of goat cheese. Right. That's right. Uh, wow. That yeah. this will be an interesting it one. It will be macarons yeah. and bacon wrap yeah. dates. Oh, I forgot to. Oh no, I said macadamia nuts. Got a couple of votes. Oh, didn't I? Oh, I didn't. Okay. I mean, you did. You okay. did. You said they were. Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I almost came in fourth or fifth in our own <laughs> That's That's two-person snack <laughs> down. Oh, rules be damned. <laughs> And like I said, they were like all my good friends that voted for Brazil nuts. So I I really don't know that I trust it. I think they just felt pity for me. (laughs) (laughs) I got some pity votes. That's right. All right. We again thank our guest, uh, Trisha Sharklover. Find her on Instagram, follow her, listen to her songs, Trisha underscore Sharklover. 
Um, and uh, all the other, oh, again, if you want to enter that contest and name the strength machine, name that machine at echelonfit.com is the email address. Name that machine at echelonfit.com. And they're giving yes. away a free machine, what I've been told. So yes. we'll see more, I'm sure. That's exciting. It is. It is. You know I what hope else? Everyone yeah. wins. Everyone wins, Meredith. <laughs> Strengthy McStrength Face. McMuscles. Strengthy McMuscles is the new, new Echelon machine. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, my friend. It was always fun as usual. And uh thank uh thank you all again for joining us on the super excellent not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast. And I wish you a very fond and kind bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. The whole world takes itself too seriously Take a ride with Sheldon Mayer On a bike that goes nowhere If it's pretty clear to you Won't you be less serious too Take a ride with Sheldon Mayer On a bike that goes nowhere